What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Wednesday, September 3rd, 2014. You guys are listening to episode 175, and uh, that's 25 25 away from 200, everybody, which is going to be insane. I uh, can't believe how long I've been doing this, but uh, it's awesome. I love it. I hope everybody had a good week, good Labor Day weekend. I uh, got a lot of stuff to talk about on the show, but first, um, let's talk about the sponsor. The Verzi Effect podcast is sponsored by the awesome comedy website, gonzofame.com. Go to gonzofame.com for the best in-depth, detailed interviews of your favorite comedians, comedians like Doug Stanhope and um, Ralphie May, uh, myself, mine is actually the last one, which I'm very proud of, um, you know, a lot of people that read the, the webs, uh, went to the website and read the interview said, man, did, I even had family members say, wow, I didn't even really know that, that was really a good read, really in-depth, and uh, just a place where you could go and um, really get a, you know, Real answers um, and great questions of all the comedians that you guys you know like out there, and there's there's just a ton. You could go to this site, but they've interviewed a ton of people, and I'm proud to have them aboard. So GonzoFame.com, go there and uh, check it out. Read the interviews. A lot more comedians are hearing about it. A lot more comedians are going to be doing interviews on there. And um, if you are into comedians getting interviewed with no bullshit, real deal stuff, GonzoFame is definitely. Uh, a website for you, uh, and they're all about the artists and, and you know all that stuff. Very artist friendly. They don't fucking twist anything. And that's a big reason why, uh, you know, I went aboard with them. You know, I, I would have done an interview with them because I know the guy. Shout out to uh, David Gavry. You know, they're great, but it just wasn't one of those things where they change shit. So uh, check it out. Gonzo Fame sponsoring TVE podcast. Uh, they're gonna blow up. And um, it's going to be great. So anyway, I got a lot of cool stuff to talk about here on the show. Um, was Some exciting news about uh, the Verzi Effect podcast is the t-shirts will be uh, out soon. And uh, I will have them ready for all the dates that I do pretty much from like late September and then definitely moving on from there. But by October 1st, they'll be there. So any dates, if you guys come out to the show, the, the, the unacceptable t-shirts will be available. Also, uh, we went over the numbers uh, over the week. And the podcast is at the best it's ever done. The uh, I don't even want to talk about the numbers because I don't want to jinx anything. But the numbers are um, really moving up. And uh, thank you guys. There's almost 100 reviews on iTunes, and you guys could check them out. Actually, I have them up on my website. But um, if you listen to the show, if you're new to the show, uh, appreciate any reviews that you guys could give, and um, any you know any input on the show would be great. But you know, the more we get, the better the show gets, and uh, you know, try to stay and get into the top, uh, at least the top 100 uh, on iTunes, and that's and then and then move better from there. You know, you gotta. You got to crawl before you walk, right? Anyway, here we go. Let's get into this. A ton of stuff to talk about. We got some unacceptables. We got I got cool stuff with movies to talk about. NFL. We're going to do a little NFL prediction section here on the show. 
We're going to get into that. Uh, got some new dates, guys. Got some stuff coming up so uh, that I'm going to be headlining uh, myself. I'm excited about that. So let's get into this. Um, it's a big week, man. It's a big week. My son is actually going to kindergarten for the first um, time ever tomorrow. And, you know, I, I don't remember people giving a shit as much as people do now. And I'm thinking maybe that's because of Twitter and Facebook. But all these people got pictures of their kids. Oh my God, it's Michael's first day. And like they're all taking pictures. And I guess that would have happened if it was out. But I just feel like they didn't give a shit as as much back, you know. Like I feel like when I was a kid, you know, whatever, 30 years. I, I, when I was a little kid, I didn't feel like people were like really, I felt like it was just like, all right, this is what you do now. It's like, I mean, my wife's a wreck already. My wife is going to be a wreck when my son goes to school. And I guess that's part of it, you know, but. Because you always worry and wonder, what, you know, what your kid's going to be doing when you're not with them. But, I mean, people are going off on Facebook and Twitter and really like, oh, my God, you know, fucking Katie's first day. Where did the time go? It's like, I, I don't know. I mean, the time for five years, Katie was shitting and puking around the house. I mean, you get to, you're going to get a break here. It's going to be fine. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. I don't want my son out of the house. I would lo- I love it. But at the same time, it's like this is a time where... They become the people that they're going to be. You know, you're going to see how they react to people on the bus, and then they get off the bus, and they're at school, and you find out a lot of different things about your, you know, about your children. Um, fucking cat, man. How did you get in? I'm not even, this isn't even like an ongoing funny thing that I'm trying to do on the show. It's like my cat Stanley, this fucking cat, like finds a way to open like heavy doors, and then he just starts meowing and shit. And it's like, it's almost like he knows what I'm doing the podcast. I'm sitting here, I'm trying to get through this shit, I'm talking about stuff, I'm talking about kids and children and kids going to school, and you just hear a fucking door open, sound like my wife coming home from the store, and it's my cat Stanley. Alright, so, here's what's going on. I wanted to talk about patience with children. I was thinking about the teachers tomorrow, the teachers that this week, where it all started uh, for, for the school year. And I got to be honest, being a kindergarten teacher, being a daycare person, um, dealing with these kids, I honestly think that these people are either saints and angels from heaven to do the Lord's work here, or they are the dumbest motherfuckers who just can't do anything better than watch. It's like, it's one of the two things and I'm conflicted. Because sometimes I'm like, because I met some that like have really good degrees and are really smart and they just do it. And then I met some that it's like, yeah, there's no way. Like this chick is like, you know, it's like she got kicked in the head by a mule. Just the dumbest. And I'm thinking to myself, like, could you imagine being a kindergarten teacher, getting ready for the first day of school and having like 16 to 20 students come in and I know they get like a teacher's aide so there's one other person but still at the very least you're gonna have like eight to ten four and five year old kids that just need stuff constantly you know and that seems that's a lot man because you know I look at myself as a parent I feel my patience sometimes is great and you know I'll have friends come over and be like man how do you I don't know if I could do that how did you do that how'd you keep it together And don't get me wrong, there are days where I understand where my mom was like, I just want to run away. 
like one kid screaming, the other they're fighting. There's you know there's there's ice cream dripping down the stairs. They're fucking kicking each other. You know you go down, and the one room is clean. Then you go back down, and that room is a mess in five minutes. And you just cleaned it. People are trying to call you. You're trying to get business done. And you just want to be like, what the fuck? I can't do this shit. I can't. I can't do it. And then you know. And then at night, everything is calm, and your kids are like, I love you, Dad. And you're like, oh, my God, man, this is this is really, you know. I remember listening to people say, man, it's really hard, but at the end, it's worth it. In the end, it's worth it. And, you know, I could get that. I get that, but it's tough, man. It's tough. Like, sometimes, I, I swear to God, and I'm not even trying to be funny, sometimes, like, thinking about screaming the word fuck, just thinking about it. Instead of actually doing it, makes you feel good, you know? It's almost like <laughs> like when you golf, you got to curse sometimes. Or when you play a game or when you're concentrated on something and you really think you have it figured out and then something goes wrong. Like an instinctive yell or son of a bitch happens. With a kid, you can't really say the word, so you got to either... Like my wife did something where she walked away the other day. She goes, I got to just... I need a second. She literally went into a room and I knew what she was doing. She was either screaming curses into the pillow or she just had to walk away. And I get that. So this is actually a shout out to all of the teachers that are going to be in there tomorrow, especially with young kids. I mean, if you're in like junior high, those kids, those most the majority of junior high kids are assholes. You know, they are. They're assholes. They're, they just, they think they know everything. The girls are into Justin Bieber and One Direction, and they think they're so cool. They don't want anything to do with their parents. Meanwhile, these stupid assholes would be crying on the streets without their parents. They don't get it. You know, they need to actually get scared and, 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 and have fear put in them, you know, so they actually realize what they have. Um, some high school kids are cool, and that's when, like, you know who's going to be cool in life and who just sucks. And uh, But these little kids, man, you don't know yet. These are like the wild cards. These little kids are just, I mean, my son is, is you know, very well adjusted, very, you know, he was great in, in all the levels that he was at so far, which is, you know, all the summer camps, the daycares, everywhere he went. Like, you know, I'm not really worried, but I'm, you know, you're worried about the other kids. And I've told this to comedy crowds, you people listening to this right now, there's somebody who is a Versi Effect listener who loves the show, hangs out. Maybe you've even come out to see me at a show and, and, and you're a fan. Some of your your kids suck, and it maybe it's not your fault, but some of your kids suck. And deep down in your heart, you know. That's one thing I've noticed. You know if your kid is just a shithead that you're like, ah, when he gets 18, you know, whatever, we'll see what happens. You know if there's like, this kid's going to suck, or oh my God, I got lucky, I have a really good kid. You, I really believe you know that at five, six years old. You know. And this whole thing about like parents, you know, saying like, you know, well, if you do the right thing at home, the kid will be fine. I agree with that 90% of the time. But there's that 10% where kids just, I know kids that have had great parents that just suck. They just do for whatever reason. You know, maybe the guy was thinking about something during sex and just fucking screwed up the sperm and like a little dickhead came out. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But I have seen... Great parents, great people have children, and the kid, there's just either the kid is off, the kid sucks, you know, the kid's a dick, nobody likes him, he's just ugly and doofy looking and he can't help it, just the way he stares with his fucking lips out and his eyes open, he looks like an asshole, that happens, it just does happen, and there's nothing that anybody can do about it, you know, 
I do now the flip side to that is this, and I've always said this. It does start at home. You gotta be good parents because I think right or wrong comes from home. There needs to be structure, there needs to be all that shit. There does. You know, my wife and I, we sit down with our children, we tell them when they did something wrong, why they did it wrong. You know, we're not hitting. We're not hitting. That has not worked. Um, for people that I know, I know a lot of kids that got hit and spanked. I mean, now listen, sometimes a little whatever, but you know, I'm not hitting my kids. It's just a decision I decided to make. I, I think that that's for a weaker parent. I think that that's for a parent with no patience. And I think, now listen, don't get me wrong. If a hitting is, you know, deserved and like my wife had to, had to, uh, smack my son one time, I think. And he got the message. I'm not saying we wouldn't do it if we had to. I'm just saying these parents that always slap and use that and get physical all the time and, you know, here and there. It just, it, 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 to make your children afraid of you. I know kids like that and they were really fucked up because of it. Even just a hard smack all the time doesn't work when you could sit down with your child and you say, look, this is why you can't do this. Don't do it again. I will take things from you. You'll be punished. You'll all that stuff. I mean, that works if you really stick with it. Like my son did something wrong the other day and my son was really heart set on getting ice cream. He wanted ice cream. He's like, uh, you know, that was his focus was ice cream. And he acted up one too many times and I said, no ice cream tonight. And I stuck with it and he cried. And you know what? The next day he was an angel because he wanted ice cream and it worked. And I think that that's the method that I'm using. Will I ever smack my kid if the, if, if the situation is, is, you know, says to do it and I'll know that and only me will know then Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't believe in, I, that's not something that I'm trying to do. And you know what, I'm going to keep doing that because my kids and my children are performing, as my, especially my son is in the highest percentile of everything that he's doing, and every teacher loves him, and he's well-adjusted with children, and he actually listens to everybody. The only time he's pushing buttons is with me, with his mother and, his, and, and me, and it's to get stuff because he knows that, you know, I mean, then that's what kids do. I think that that's normal. You know, like I I did, I I saw that guy in, um, I saw that guy in Target scream at his son, scream, the guy had like his tongue out like a dog, this guy, and and it was on like one of my Unacceptables a few podcasts ago, and he just screamed, you F, you fucking asshole, like, dude, called like a six-year-old and a fucking asshole in the, I mean, I couldn't, I was just like, that kid is dead, that kid's done, what, his father just got out of jail, so, you know, I just wanted to talk about all the teachers tomorrow and, and, and having the patience and, and finding out if your kid is, you know, because that's what I think about. I just think about, okay, you're going to be in class with all these other kids. You're going to find out where your kid stands. Because me, my my teachers, because I, I was going through everything that I was going through at the time. It was really tough and my parents had a brutal divorce, which I do talk a, a lot. Of, you know, I'm not just saying this because they sponsored the show, but... um. When I read the interview that I did on gonzofame.com, I was even like, wow, I've never given that much information. And everybody who read it contacted me and said, wow, I did not even know that about your life. And, oh, my God, I didn't realize that. And, and you know, so if you want to read it, check it out, gonzofame.com, and you could click and look at all the other interviews. But, you know, when I was in kindergarten, they called my mom and they were like, uh, my mom used to make fun of the voice. My kindergarten's teacher's name, my kindergarten teacher was named Judy Judy was her name. Her name was Judy, first name Judy, last name Judy. 
and she talked to my mom and she called my mom and she goes, yes, I just want to let you know that I'm really worried about Paul. <laughs> she said, my mom and I like joke about it now. Thank God we joke about it now, you know, because we wouldn't be joking about it if I had a tattoo on my neck and I was in jail for selling heroin. We'd have been like, wow, Judy, Judy nailed it. But she, I really worried about Paul. And I did. I had like, you know, insecurity issues and emotional problems and, you know, things worried me. And you just worry about how your kids are going to be. And I guess this is all coming because my son is going to his first day of kindergarten. And, um, but he's so like cool and into it that I just imagine he's going to, you know, he's going to love it. But those teachers have patience, man. Those teachers, you know, one, you know, I heard, I'm hearing about kids going to like the, 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 what are they called? The, where they go before school starts, just kind of like that little, you know, get together orientation, I guess you want to call it or whatever. And, and my wife was telling me kids are already having meltdowns about their, you know, their backpacks and they're just losing it. And you know, some of these kids are going to be crying to their teacher tomorrow. Go, I want my mom. I want my dad. And you just hope it's not you. And you just hope a teacher doesn't snap, you know? I mean, I was with two kids the other day and I was like, I need to, I, I mean, I need to, I need to tag my wife into this fight and I need to go walk away. And, uh, but what, what is the cat doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Get down. Um, so if your kid did start school, good luck to them. Uh, if they started this week. Uh, or yesterday or tomorrow, my son starts tomorrow, so uh, we're excited about that, and, you know, my wife is going to be crying and shit, it's hilarious, but anyway, that's, uh, I guess that's what happens, the good news is, everybody in the house is healthy, my son's, uh, my son's breathing and everything, his pneumonia went away, uh, he's fine, my cold's gone, my wife's cold's gone, my daughter, everybody, the Versi house is healthy, we're good to go, until one of these, you know, sickly kids gets into my son's system and comes home and it starts all over again. These kids get sick like, I mean, it's it's nuts. Um, but, uh, so anyway, here, here's what I wanted to do today. I had to talk about something on the show. And that will lead us into the unacceptables. And then we'll go from there. And I got a lot of funny unacceptables from you guys. I have uh, an unacceptable... <laughs> today I got two I, I'm leaning towards one I might just put them both out there but um and the perfect lead-in is this this weekend we were all feeling better and we decided what we were gonna do we decided to go again second year in a row to the renaissance fair okay now we went last year my son got like a sword I think he wanted to get another sword this year. That's why he was pushing it real hard. So we're basically going to this place to get a sword. Place is about 40 minutes north of us, or an hour north of us. And um, we said, let's go. Let's go to the Renaissance Fair. It's not that hot. It's not going to be that miserable. We're going to go late. We decided to go, like sometimes people go like 10, 11 in the morning. They stay all day. Not us. We decided to go 4 to 7, 4 to close. So by the time we got there, a lot of people are leaving. Still a lot of people in there, but a lot of people leaving. Now, let me just paint the picture here for people that have never went to a Renaissance fair. Okay. If you ever thought the lowest people in the world were at tag sales, which they are, because let's be honest, you want to hang out at a tag sale, you're going to see some of the cheapest, lowest people 
Like, oh, a dollar fifty. I mean, I at my sale, I had it for a dollar. I, I don't know. And would you take it for a dollar? I don't know. It's just like it's the lowest. It's the worst. You just want to say, listen, dude, get in your car and go as far away from here as you can, you cheap son of a bitch. Get off my property. I can't believe I was willing to put this shit out there to get a dollar because you're here. Get away from me. Now, if you thought those people were bad, do yourself a favor. If you like people watching, if you like looking at people's behavior, go to a renaissance fair and just sit down and make sure you put down a little carpet or piece of pillow for your jaw or your chin when it drops with some of the shit you see and the absolute animals. I mean, you want to talk about animals, the absolute animals animals that show up to this place okay we go into this renaissance fair and i don't mind the people dressing up you know you get the people dressing up from that time period they're walking around and you know they're just having a good time with it you know guys walking around with axes and swords and you know they have all the 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 clothes and the women have like the the pushed up brazier you know you know the whole thing fine i get that You're at a renaissance fair. A lot of people do it. Great. Then you have like drunken, like acting like they're really from that period talking. You know, tis this and does. Oh my God. And then like, hey, would would he like the he and the he and the he? And I'm like, dude, just give me a beer and a piece of pizza, dude. My kid's crying, okay? We're not in that time period. It's 2014. All right, there's a traffic light outside. All right, grow the fuck up. Give me my pizza and let me get out of here. All right, sitting there yeeing. So, I mean, just there was a woman laying down. These people were walking around barefoot, barefoot with dirty feet. You know, they're singing all those songs like they're at the end of Braveheart. I mean, it was just, it, it was, it was literally to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't need to come back here next year. I told my son already, I go, look, we're, we're not doing it. I got one of those turkey legs because I'm trying to eat healthy. And they had like pizza there and they had all kinds of like other stuff. And I was like, listen, let me get out. I'll get a, I'll get a turkey leg. You know what? Meat wasn't great. I'm eating this thing. I had to get hot sauce. We met my mom and um, we met my mom and stepfather there. They showed up. And it was funny because we were just kind of looking around. And we were having a really nice time, actually. We got a couple of cold beers and we were just watching people. And it was it was nice to be there late and just talk with my family. And, you know, the kids were having a good time and stuff. And there was, uh, we, my stepfather and I go to go to this beer line to get a beer. And this lady was like, and we were, we were like, we're feeling a little buzzed. And this lady was like, ah, he, he, matey, like whatever. I don't know what they're saying. I don't even know. They were just doing that language. You know, tis this and does this and all kinds of, you know, and I'm just like, uh, and this lady was getting into it. Like they, when you give a tip, they were like, ah, he give tip. And she, you know, she's like hitting this ax on this tip thing and everything. So my stepfather, you know, we were a little buzzed. And my stepfather goes, watch what I say there. And I'm going, oh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> she was all into everybody and everybody that gave a tip, you know. And <laughs> my stepfather goes, like, she he said something to her. And he goes, do you have a boyfriend? And he goes, uh, she goes, yeah, I do. And he goes, how? 
Like, right, like, right. And she just kind of, like, she tried. She was so in character and into it. And then he just, like, he was just trying to joke. Like, he didn't mean anything. He was just trying to have a good time and joke. And she got so, so even after he tipped, she she didn't give the whole, like, ah, we got our tempers. He's this and that. Like, she didn't even do it. And we just kind of walked away. And it was just, like, and then we went to a joust. And you could, like, pick who you want to win the joust. So, like, each section would, like, root for a guy. And there was this one guy, like, Sir Angus was, like, the champion or somebody that, like, the people wanted. And he came over. And my stepfather just goes, yeah, like, enthusiastic with his thumbs up. But you couldn't tell if it was sarcastic or not. And the actor dude in the middle of the jousting thing just kind of, like, looked over and just gave him a dirty look. <laughs> and then my stepfather was, like, rooting against him because of that. Um but I swear to God, man, I saw, like, this guy was in fucking yoga pants, man. I saw a guy in yoga pants and, like, you know, Robin Hood boots and just walking. And he was, like, pushing a keg. I guess he worked there. And he'd be like, hey, hey, move out of the way. And it was just like, I was like, dude, you're a grown man. Do you understand that you're going to get into, like, a Honda after this and go home? You understand that there's like a refrigerator? Like it's not those times. Like you're walking on dirt here around people. This is 2014. Like it's not funny, dude. And he wasn't even doing it funny. That's the thing. It wasn't even like these people were like doing it and like having, like some of these people were actually taking themselves so seriously that like, you know, like, like I almost felt like those jousters thought they were like in the time. And it was like, man, what are you doing? Grow up. Like, it was so, at the end of the day, I guess what I'm trying to say, it just seemed like it was for just dumb, fat, like, over-enthusiastic people. It was great to get an ice-cold beer, but, like, they needed ID from everybody, and they wouldn't serve my mother a beer. My mother's in her 60s, and they wouldn't serve her a beer because she'd have an ID. I mean, we still got her beer and gave her a beer, but it was just like, give me a break, man. I, my my sixty something year old mother doesn't have a doesn't have her wallet with her and she can't get a beer, okay. Yet you guys are dancing and singing around like assholes and and, and go ti he's got teen oh he hey get the champ it's just like uh, shut up get my fucking mother a beer you're lucky I'm paying you assholes to even be in this in this shitty place I'm not going next year I'm not these overpriced fake ass wooden swords that they paint. And these kids walk around with a little piece of wood that you could get from a that you could get in your somewhere in your house, and just paint a, an eagle skull on it or whatever they do. It's stupid. It's stupid. The Renaissance Fair stinks. It does. It stinks. There's really no rides. The show is stupid. Then you gotta, then you gotta, you could throw tomato rotten tomatoes at some guy cracking jokes at you. It's like, how great would it be if some guy was like, yeah, really took it seriously and just shot an arrow through the guy's head. Everybody was horrified and the whole damn place just came to it. Cops came. Like, oh yeah, look, there's cops and lights and flashlights and go, oh, I guess this isn't fake. Yeah. And that asshole's face is blue because he's got an arrow through it because he was talking shit. Okay. It's not real. How great would that be if he just goes, yeah, see, it's not real, everybody. This asshole's dead. Okay. We're not doing this next year. Wrap it up. Tape it up. Tape it up, everybody. Okay, all you Robin Hood boot wearing assholes, let's go, wrap it up, it's over. Yeah, you want to sing around and, and, you know, you want to square dance and sing around? Yeah, go do it at the police station. Some dickhead's dead because a guy took it too seriously, took an arrow, shot it through this guy's nose. It's over. That'd be great. You know, those are all, you know, you hear horrible stories. 
You hear horrible stories in this world. It, but it's never with justice. You ever notice that? It's never that. Like, here's a, here's a horrible, tragic story that I could live with, okay? Professional, or, or no, no, no. Renaissance Fair Jouster. <laughs> it's already great. Even just saying that. Renaissance Fair Jouster. In your head, you're like, all right, if something awful happened to him, you know, he was at the Renaissance Fair dressed up jousting. But if it was like Renaissance Fair Jouster jumps off horse, starts fighting in fake fight, takes it too seriously, starts screaming at the crowd, kills the guy he's fighting by sticking a sword through the guy's neck and then putting his sword up in the air and screaming like Russell Crowe in Gladiator. Yeah, you not entertain like just something like that and there's just some gruesome thing where people are horrified. Listen, I would feel bad for the guy, the actor that died. I would. But that would be something where you'd be like, "All right, man. I mean, look, they did have swords. You know, it, it was something they got carried away. This guy was really committed to his part and you'd be like, "Now the Renaissance fair." But no, it's never that. It's some guy tied a chain around his neck and, you know, tied it to a pole and drove his car and his head came off. They a guy did that. As much as I hate to say that, but apparently that's what happened in the Bronx where a guy decapitated himself with his car and a chain and a pole. And it's awful. And it's terrible. You know, and you see these horrible things on the news about, you know, Americans, you know, getting beheaded and all these horrible, awful things that you see. And my wife made a really good point. My wife was like, I'm off of Facebook a lot because of that, because these are things that I would never hear about. You know, if you weren't on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, and you really didn't get so engulfed in the news and the media, you wouldn't have to hear all these horrible things of young children getting beat and, and, and people getting killed. You wouldn't. But just once, can a tragedy be something where you're like, oh my God, like, I get it. You know? Like, it, like, do you understand that if somebody beat somebody to death at a Renaissance fair with like one of those turkey legs... If somebody like you would, it would the the humor, the irony, because that's probably what happened in the real rent. Like people really did. Like they probably just like you know fought with, like did whatever they could. I mean, that would be that would be something you could handle. I could handle that. But you know, and the more I think about it, because me and my stepdad were talking, and he was like, "I wonder if I could dress up and get into it." And then he even goes, "You know what? Nah, I couldn't." And I go, "No, you couldn't." You could, what are you going to do? Like I was saying, like what I was thinking about is like what you do that morning of. Do you get psyched? Do you do you really get psyched to put on a costume? And my stepdad said something funny. He goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, all it is is for people to look at you and then what? Like after five minutes, people are just looking at you and then you're going, okay, I'm done. But think about it. I wouldn't, you're going to wake up in the morning, right? You have your breakfast. People are calling, what are you doing today? Ah, you know, you're lacing up your, your Robin Hood, you know, shoes, you got your little yoga pants on, you put your little hat on or whatever with a feather in it or whatever you're doing. And then you just get in your car. And yeah, people know you're going to the Renaissance Fair. But like, how are you, like, like, I just don't understand. I don't understand how you could be, I mean, unless you're getting paid. Let me tell you something, for me to do that, well, first of all, I would never in a thousand years do that, okay? I, I would never, in a th- let me tell you something, if you people ever see Paul Verzi dressed up at a Renaissance Fair, like in character, going ah, like doing that. Like if you ever saw me doing that, man, something went really, really wrong, and I'm in a really, really bad place mentally. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? If if you ever saw me psyched, you know, ready to go to a Renaissance fair, like waiting for it, you know. And no, but it's fun for the kids. No, it's not fun for the kids. Okay, the kids stand in those lines. The kids see stuff they shouldn't be seeing. I don't want my son to see some forty-five-year-old man with his balls hanging out of his yoga pants because he wanted to, you know, wear a bow and arrow that day and act like some jackass. I don't want to see it. I don't want my son to see it. You know, there's a reason why we've evolved from those times. You know, there's a reason why we're civilized now. There's a reason why we wear jeans and a shirt and we get into a car that has 350 horsepower and we could get to somewhere and we don't have to use horses, okay? So I don't want, I, I don't necessarily, yeah, it's cool to like let people know, but you know what, there's, there's like clips online and I could talk to my son and daughter or read about it to my son and daughter. I don't need my son and daughter to see some 45-year-old pound animal pushing a keg with a feathered hat on, you know, screaming stuff that they don't even understand, you know, with some raw, with some piece of meat in his hand. I I just, it's unnecessary. It is. It's unnecessary. The jewelry is crap and shitty. Nobody's going to wear that. Nobody's going to go, oh, look at this great piece I got. Where'd you get? I got at the Renaissance Fair with these animals up in, you know, wherever we were. No, nobody cares. It's junk. They got shitty animals. They got shitty rides. They got those pirate ships that swing back and forth on like two strings. Some crazy asshole could go with a butter knife and, and, and cut it and the kid will fly off this thing. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke. And grown adults screaming. I saw actually a guy was actually screaming for one of the jousting guys he wanted as if he was a fan. Like this guy looked like a fan who would be at a, a, you know in Carolina as a Panthers fan. And and they didn't get a first. They didn't get a first down on like a third and one. And that's how disappointed. And this grown man is standing there doing it. It, 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 it. I'm not going again. I'm done. I'm done with the Renaissance Fair. I'm not going to go next year. You know. I don't need. Yeah, I get it. I get it for a. I get it the first time you said it. So that that's what we did. Um, now. My unacceptable for the week. I had two. I don't know if I should save one. But while we're at the Renaissance Fair, we find this little picnic area with some benches and we're like, great, we'll get the kids some pizza. We'll get some food. We'll sit here and eat. One of the benches was empty. All right, yeah, this will be my unacceptable. And then I'll do the other one next time. One of the benches was completely empty. There was a few empty ones. So we went to the one far left, kind of away from stuff. And then there was one picnic bench with one woman laying across from it. I actually tweeted the picture. She's laying on the bench, her whole body sprawled out on it, bare feet, dirty feet, blisters on her toes, and taking up the entire bench, which arguably... Seven to eight people could have sat on this bench, but now nobody is because this bitch with dirty, blistery, muddy, bare feet decides to sprawl out on the on the bench, making nobody else want to go on it at all, taking up seats and like sleeping, laying there. Now, if that's not selfish, if that is not just, you know, attention seeking, ridiculous and I know it was attention-seeking and ridiculous because we saw that same person like somewhere else sitting around with the rest of the dressed-up assholes at this thing. You know? 
So it was just like, you don't need to be there. You're there because you want people to see your stupid, like, bright, teal-colored bullshit renaissance outfit with your dirty-ass bare feet. People could have been sitting there. The place is busy, and you just decide to take it up. It's absolutely unacceptable. It's attention-seeking. But then again, I guess anybody who's going to wake up in the morning and dress like an asshole, knowing they're going to be around thousands of people, is that unacceptable. The Renaissance Fair is unacceptable. This chick's bare feet was unacceptable. Just do yourself a favor. Stay away from the animals. Absolute animals. Waste of time. Waste of money. The money these people are getting for that. They, you, they charge you 10 bucks for parking. They charge you like... To, I could go to... A, I'm not even kidding. I could have I went to a Yankee. You could get Yankee tickets for, for what these people are charging at a Renaissance Fair. Shitty piece of wood swords. Yeah, it's just the games are awful. Three bucks to throw a couple of darts at something that's impossible. It, it wasn't even like, I, I'd rather do it. I'd rather, honest to God, I'm not even kidding. I'd rather this time of year, I'd rather spend the money and maybe spend an extra 30, 40, or 50 bucks and go to Six Flags and at least get a rush and go on a roller coaster where at least people are dressed normal. The worst thing you see at an amusement park, it's hot out. Somebody takes off their shirt or whatever, or they're walking around in flip-flops. Fine, I could deal with that. It's hot. But not some hairy asshole running around with an axe or, you know, some barefoot chick laying on a bench where people are trying to eat. It's disgusting and unacceptable. You know, do you? I think you're doing your kids a disservice to see that. You don't think they go home and sit home and probably have some nightmares? About people running around and, you know, fake swords. and Dude, they had like horses prancing around over there. It was ridiculous. Some horse. Think about that horse's life. This poor horse is, just wants to go and eat something. And he's got some William Wallace wannabe on his back in 2014. It's, it, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. I'm not going again. And if my wife is like, no, no, we'll go. No, I'm not going again. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you like the Renaissance Fair. Oh no, the one by us is fine. It's not fine. It's called a Renaissance Fair. Anything with any any kind of fair, you know. I learned that this year. I went to I went to I like vacation places with amusement parks or real games where you could win a prize and there's music going and you know the all the lights are flickering and the do 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 like 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 kind of like a casino type thing. That's fun. At least if you're going to lose money there, you could you could win a DVD or you could win a stuffed animal for your kid and you could do that. You know, you don't see people dressed like that either like that. So I'm sorry. The one I went to was in New York. I know people were asking me if there was one in Michigan, if there was one. I know they have Renaissance Fair all over the country. The one I went to was in New York, and uh, I'm done. I'm not going again. Uh, Now it's time for your Unacceptables, everybody. Unacceptables from the fans. We'll do that. I have some to read on Facebook and Twitter, but what I'm also going to do and what I wanted to let everybody know is because a lot of people that listen to the show wanted me to... um, talk about or find out where, I should say, where they could send their unacceptables to 
if uh, you know they didn't have a Twitter account or they didn't have a, a Facebook account, but they listened to the show on iTunes. So what I'm gonna do is um, I'm I'm gonna and I'll announce it on the next show or the next couple of shows when I figure it out and get it, get it ready. But what I'm gonna do is I think I'm gonna have a, a email address. Like kind of like a TVE Unacceptables email address where you guys could send them to, and and if I do do that, I'd actually like the majority of them, you know. Other than Twitter, I guess I'd like the majority of them to go to that. This way, what I'll do is I'll print them all out. I'll have them all ready because they're just coming in at such a they're coming in so rapidly right now that um you know I gotta I I, I really can't get to them all, but at the same time I want to be able to you know give you guys you know, the, the attention that your unacceptables deserve because they are hilarious. So I'm going to read some off and uh, we'll go from there. And and we got some funny ones, man, some really funny ones. So uh, here we go. And some, listen, some of you guys send some. And if I don't read yours, it might be because I've already, somebody had a similar one too. Because, you know, there's some people about like inconsiderate people like traffic. There's some people with like elevators, you know, stuff, um, you know, saying thank you. Not the people not saying, you know, not holding the door. All those I've kind of addressed. So I'm not being a dick, but like those ones have been done. And I don't want to sound repetitive on the show, especially if I'm going to read more than just the three. So here we go. Um, we're going to do the Twitter ones first. All right. This one here is uh <laughs> so i love looking just so you guys know you got you guys are so hilarious with the unacceptables that when i look at them sometimes the words that just stick out like you know when you look at a paragraph and some words just stick out some of the words that i see from you guys are animal you know bitch you know oh you guys it's just so funny but here we go this guy says and this is a uh, todd Kako. And his Twitter feed is at T-O-D, that's one D, T-O-D-C-A-C-O. Todd Kako says, at Paul Verzi, eating breakfast at a hotel and some chubby bitch tried to steal my plate while I was waiting for my toast. Unacceptable. <laughs> you had to put the word chubby in there because... Actually, no, it would kind of be funny if it's, but it's funnier that like she was chubby and she probably just saw that you had like a great plate and she just couldn't like her fatness. She just couldn't resist. She's like, oh my God, why didn't I get that? But that is like watching an adult try to steal food from another adult in a hotel. Absolutely unacceptable. That was Todd Cagle. Thanks, Todd. That's hilarious. Um, Here we go. This is another long show, guys. This is going to go long again. But we're having fun, aren't we? Like, what are we worried about? Um, this one is um, Desiree. Hold on. Sh- <laughs> Schwesinger? Schwesinger. I hope I got that right. Uh, Schwesinger. Yes, Desiree Schwesinger. I think I got it. And the Twitter feed is at uh, Desiree, uh, D-E-S-I-R-E-E-A-N-N-E-S. And Desiree says, at Paul Verzi, bringing your dog into a store, then t- talking to it like it's a baby, completely unacceptable. I completely agree, and those people are weird. I completely agree, Desiree, and those people are weird. I actually saw somebody have a have a have a dog in a in a baby carriage once, and that's when I was just like, dude, that's like, you know, ridiculous. You know, so I think that those people that talk like there's something just not right at all with that. I think it's weird. I think it's um, 
a little sick. I think those people just either have issues with humans or like maybe the humans don't like them. And maybe the reason why the humans don't like them is because they're talking to dogs like they're people. Um, but that is definitely unacceptable, especially in a store too. Cause it's like, again, I think it all comes down to attention. Um, here we go. This is from, uh, Joe Schmo. And, uh, there's no way that's his real name, but anyway, um, his Twitter feed is at bone church. Spelled like Bone Church. At Paul Verzi, water costing more than beer at Oddball Fest in uh, Tinley Park, Illinois. Unacceptable on multiple levels. Oh, so I guess, yeah, Joe was at the comedy festival, uh, Oddball Fest. And, uh, you know, I got asked to do the, uh, I got asked to do the Oddball, the, the what was it, in um, Hartford, Connecticut, the second stage with Brody Stevens. They had another stage, but the, um, the distance and the pay, I was just like, man, I'll, I'll, I'll wait, <laughs> I'll wait to, you know, but anyway, yeah, um, the thing, and the reason why that is, Joe, is because at those things with that many thousands of people outdoors, water is just way more of a priority with the outdoor events, but still beer, you know, I would just get the beer then, I'd be like, all right, fuck the water, you know what, if you guys are going to give me beer for less than that water, I'm just getting hammered out here. You guys asked for it, okay? So when I'm standing outside in the park naked and shit, my dick out, it's your fault. Because the beers are four bucks and waters were eight and all I wanted to do was cool off. Um, thank you for that uh, unacceptable. Here we go. The next one is, um, this is from Patrick sent a picture. To <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this one is really funny. Um, uh yeah, you know what? I got we got I'm going to do all these cuz these are really funny. So, Patrick and the Twitter feed is at Patrick of Deboro. So, Patrick of D A B O R O. At Paul Verzi, this is unacceptable but fucking funny. And it's a picture of a Chrysler, I want to say either a Chrysler 200 or a Chrysler 300. And the license plate is rub one out, R-U-B, the number one out, and it is in Maine. So uh, that's really hilarious. <laughs> that's really hilarious. <laughs> so if you're in that region and you see it, just honk and put it. That's, I mean, how the thing is the car seems like it'd be for like an older man, yet the license plate seems it's for like an 18-year-old. But it is unacceptable, no matter how you... I might have cut it. Um, all right. This one is from David G. At da No, I'm sorry. Dave G. Twitter feed is at Dave G. 119. At Paul Rosie. Dude near me at the bar is licking his fingers after every fucking wing he eats. Clean yourself up, you fucking animal. Hashtag unacceptable. <laughs> It is. That is unacceptable. What can you say? You know? Listen, it's tough eating wings. Especially the good wings that are doused in a hot sauce. Your fingers do get it. But that's why. Just load up on water and napkins and try to keep yourself together. Uh, that's funny. Um, okay, let's see here. We got... We got any more here on Twitter? Three days ago. Yeah, I think we do. Next people. Okay. Okay, uh, Jordan Lyles 
at treein303. That's treein303. At Paul Verzi, unacceptable people who drive the wrong way down a one-way parking lot lane. Um, yeah, that's just, you know. I've done that before, just because, but I was like, I need, I was like lost and like frustrated and just tried to do it. But, um, yeah, unacceptable. Perfect. Um, all right, here we go. Uh, this one made me laugh and this one was really true. This is from Ryan Keels at 2K Keels, K E E L S. This is at Paul Verzi. Doesn't matter where you go, seeing a used band aid on the ground is unacceptable. 100% true. When we were just on vacation down at the Jersey Shore, I saw a bunch of them everywhere, you know, because people go in the water with them and then I guess they just wash off. And that is the worst thing to see. The grossest thing to see. It's, it's just like, ugh. And it's, ugh. It's, it ruins anywhere you are. Like, if I think about it. If you were in a, an amazing restaurant, amazing, five-star, great food, great reputation, amazing reviews, nothing bad said, but then you just like walked, you know, either to the bathroom or, or somewhere and you went in and you just saw that that band, it, it ruins the establishment for you forever because it's just something about it that's just like, ugh, you don't know who it was on, you don't know what it was covering up, you don't know what nasty shit is on it, awful, unacceptable. Um, this is um, Brandon and Tim, and Brandon and Tim sent a picture. Oh my God, this is brutal. Um, the Twitter feed is at Brandon underscore McCorn M C C O R M McCorn at Paul Verzi. Never seen a steel <laughs> reinforced beach chair before. Hashtag animal. Send me a picture of this guy who must be a good 370 to 400 pounds in a beach chair. And the metal bars on the beach chair look like field goal posts. That's how thick of steel this is. Like, it looks like if a car hit this chair, it would still be intact for a human being to sit in. Oh my god, that guy is gigantic. Uh, oh man. Uh... All right, we got way. There's a lot, man. I'm gonna see if I could get to these. Wow, you guys, but I'm doing it, man. Whatever, we'll do it. We'll run it. I got after this. Uh, I'm gonna read the ones off of Facebook, and then we'll do movie sports to get out of here. But these are getting. Um, I'm gonna have to, you know. Obviously, I'm gonna have to go back to after a while. Go back to just like the best few. But I'm just trying to get these out right now because <laughs> they're funny. Um, this is uh, at. Oh, this is Chris at Chozotech, uh, C-H-O-Z-O-T-E-C-H. At Paul Verzi, wife had me go to Starbucks, get her a grande mocha fucky, <laughs> mocha sucky fucky, whatever it's called, unacceptable man card revoked. Um... <laughs> Get her a grande, he literally wrote, get her a grande, mocha, sucky, fucky, whatever it's called, unacceptable, man, caramel, Chris, that is absolutely hilarious, um, the funniest part about that is if you did sip that mocha, sucky, fucky, whatever it is, you'd be like, alright, I get why she gets this, and you'd probably start ordering them, but 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's you're a good husband. Um, the words coming out of your mouth, yes, are unacceptable. But it would have been great. You should next time just go, I don't know, she wants a grande mocha sucky fuck, whatever the fuck it is. Can you just, I mean, this is, that would be great. Uh, that's a great one. Uh, this one is from K Santo at com K Santo. So it's at C O M big C O M big K S A N T O L at Paul Verzi. Um, wait a minute. This is, oh, I'm sorry. This is two. Okay. Same guy. So this is two together at Paul Verzi. This is from the same guy, K Santo, but he had to get two in to fill it up, uh, to, to get it out. Um, at Paul Verzi, we're on the Metro. And someone played music through her iPhone speaker with no headphones with the volume almost fully up. And her headphones were right next to her. She could have easily plugged them in. Unacceptable. Uh, awful at attention-seeking. Awful. Thank you for the, That's just the worst. Okay. Um, Jordan Wells at... J Wells W E L L E S seventeen says gas station advertising there cheaper cat cat uh cash prices who pays with cash anymore completely unacceptable um <laughs> yeah believe it or not some people still do and um I really can't shit on them right now because I've had some cash on me but lately you know I mean but a lot of times I don't but um. The gas station annoys me because I wish when you go to the gas station, that's the one thing Jersey got right. You shouldn't get out of the car once. You know, give people jobs. Let them get out there or whatever. But they shouldn't change. Like, gas prices shouldn't be, it shouldn't be cheaper like that. So I agree. All right. Is that it for, is that it for Twitter? Uh, yes. Is that it? Let's see. Can't leave anybody. Someone be, what the fuck, man? I knew I shouldn't have sent it in early. Um, all right. But I, oh, some guy wrote a book. All right. You know what? I didn't even read this one. But here we go. Wow, there's a lot here. All right, here we go. This is from... This is from Alex... Clemenko at AK22801 at Paul Verzi, kneeling over your screaming kid on the floor of a store to try and explain to the brat he can't have a $90 toy. Smack him, unacceptable. Um, yeah, if the toy's 90 bucks and the kid's crying, then you've, you, you've obviously bought shit like that before and it's bad. Because I'll tell you something right now, if my kid was crying over like, you know, seven bucks, I'd be like, dude, you're not, it's not Christmas. 90 bucks? Uh, ridiculous. All right. Um, Matt Ritchie said, and at hate Chabro, all caps, hate C-H-A-B-R-O. Um, I don't want to mention the name of the, because he put it, so I don't know if he wants me to do this, but, oh, he actually put it out there, so it doesn't matter. Live fitness clubs, whatever, Pulver's. Jim changes hours for holiday and doesn't send an announcement. Two dozen members uh, mornings fucked up. Unacceptable. Every time I had a change at our gyms, we would we would get an update. So that is messed up. And you're obviously a, a, a workout freak if you're just like there ready early on the holiday. 
This one I don't want to even read, but somebody sent and I, this guy, you know, um, just somebody sent that picture of that little girl that was like her face was like all beaten and like that's so unacceptable and, and just I don't even want to address it just because, I mean, I understand and I agree with you yeah, 100%, but I just can't, you know, I don't want to even get into that because that's just awful, you know. It's just, um, you know, you hit a baby and you see the face all puffed up and beaten up. It's just the worst thing ever. Uh, there's there's nothing that I would even, you know, it's awful. So, uh, all right, let's go here. I'm clearing these out and then next week we're going to go, I'm going to pick, I'm, I don't know, I think I'm going to do like 10. I think it's going to be like 10 or so and then we'll do that. But you, you guys will still get them in. But this week I'm getting everybody's in. All right. Here we go. Uh, Matt D. At Paul Verzi. In locker room at work. This has slowly accumulated throughout this week. Fucking animal. Hashtag unacceptable. Sent a picture of the counter with all just tissues and nasty like, you know, tissue and looks like paper towels and everything on the counter next to the mirror. That is gross. Um, all right. I think. Yes. So now I have. I think I got down to the. So somebody wrote me a long one here. Um, Matt Lockyer at M-A-T-T-D Lock Y-E-R Animals spill, Spilling pop on floors Making shoes sticky uh, If you can't hold on to it You shouldn't be allowed to buy it I don't know what that is Animals spilling pop on floors Oh Soda Jesus, this guy's definitely from the Midwest. Or I don't know. That's funny. Um, yes, that's funny. Uh, I didn't get that. I was like, spilling pop. I'm like, what is this? Fucking pop. I mean, really though, man? You're calling it pop? Just <laughs> watching Grease 2 and shit? Uh, <laughs> yes. Anytime somebody spills something, they should clean it up. Especially, and stickiness is the worst. And uh, that happened tonight because my daughter got Carvel ice cream and it was everywhere in the new car. Not mine, my wife's, but it was everywhere. Um, all right, I think that is it for this one. Yep, and then somebody wrote one more. Somebody wrote like a long one, I think. Let me see what this one is, because I don't want to miss this. Okay. All right, so this guy, uh, Remo DiPiero. This is literally going to be a half hour on, on Unacceptables, this show, because I didn't even get to the Facebook ones yet. I don't even know how this is going to turn. I hope you guys are liking this, but I, I will I will definitely keep it down next time. Um, Remo DiPiero, at R-E-M-O, big D-I, big P. Remind me, Remo reminds me of the, the mob guy in Casino. Anyway, here we go. At Paul Verzi, unacceptable. I went to take a leak at Grand Central the other day, but there was a line coming out of the guy's bathroom. So I walked in to see <laughs> what the holdup was. In the bathroom, there were four urinals straight ahead, which were all taken. Three stalls in the middle that were all taken, but there were three urinals to the left, and two of them were open. There was one guy in the middle urinal. I walk over to see what the deal was to find out the guy was jacking off. He, 
he, he, <laughs> it just makes me think of how funny would it be if the other two guys had to piss so bad they're just like yeah whatever man I'll, I'll fucking deal with it for a couple seconds he looked like a homeless Ray Liotta just standing there jacking off standing in the urinal looking around like no one noticed even though there were even though there were barriers between the urinals, you could still totally tell what he was doing. But I deserve the unacceptable because I looked back at the line and said, <laughs> I looked, I looked back and said, screw this, and just decided to piss next to him. Oh my God. That's funny, man. That's funny. Good for you. That's what I was laughing. I was like, you might as well just do that. Um, awesome, awesome, very funny. Thank you guys for the um for the submissions on Twitter. Now I have just I think like four quick ones on Facebook, and we'll do we'll uh, we'll get back into the show. But uh, you know this I this show's for you guys, so I gotta read them. That's hilarious, dude. Guy jacking off. All right, here we go. Let's do let's read these off of Facebook. And then, uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to have what's it called? Some, um, I'm gonna be able to have a, a, an email for you guys with longer ones, so you don't have to tweet. And actually, what I think I'm gonna eventually try to get to is just to have everybody go to this thing, and I can just get them all, and then you know it might be easier that way. Um, but the Twitter ones are quick too, so maybe what I'll do is I'll pick like the, um, you know, the fucking five best Twitter ones and then the five best emails and just keep it to 10 or whatever. Uh, you know what? As a matter of fact, you guys tell me. If you think they, it goes too long with the unacceptables, fine. If you're just thoroughly entertained by them and you don't care that the show goes longer, I'll read as many as I possibly can. I don't care. I get a kick out of it. I love the fact that you guys are like paying attention to this stuff and starting to call people out or just be whatever. But uh, it really is. It's insanely funny. Okay. Here is... Uh, unacceptable. Let's go. This is Richie Mantley. Manty. I'm sorry. This is Richie Manty. Unfucking acceptable. Um, put my recycles out, recyclables out the other night. By the time I got home from work, the bin is half full of bottles left from the goddamn hobos who loiter on my fucking block. Fucking Irish. Rose wine, come on, you fucking bums, get a job, you cunts, unfucking acceptable. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, if you're dealing with that, that's. I mean, I don't even know what the fix is for that, but dude, hobos are just like, I, you know, hobos know nothing about unacceptable. Like the word unacceptable means nothing to the homeless and hobos. They're, they're like the, you know, but yeah, that's like. I mean, that's a, they're like fucking raccoons now. You know, homeless dudes at night, like, by garbages, are like raccoons. You know, except you can't kill them. Uh, thank you for the submission. Let's see here. Uh, this is from Ian David Gonzalez. What's up, Paul? I got two unacceptables in one. When a supermarket and an animal in front of me has almost two car. Wait. When in a supermarket... I, I, I think he was meant to say went in. Okay. Supermarket. 
and an animal in front of me has almost two carts full of shit. And after she's done paying, she stops to ask about the prices on some of the items she had purchased. That's unacceptable. Not only that, but this monstrosity of a woman had so many questions that another employee walked by to answer her questions instead of opening another register to eliminate the long line uh, these morons had caught. <laughs> That cause that's unacceptable. Um, yeah, because when you go into a supermarket and you buy that much stuff, like those, it almost looks like you're a you're, you're a supermarket veteran. You know, if you fill up two full carts, that like that tells me if I see somebody go with two full carts to the super in the supermarket, I'm like, oh, they they they, they notice they got coupons, they got the they got the card that swipes the code, all that stuff. They're definitely gonna you know they're gonna be fine. You know, and then all of a sudden they're asking questions. It's just, it, 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 yeah, that. What were we talking about? About the people that we were just talking about the people that, like the tag sale people. That's what it is. Like, yeah, for a dollar, do you think? And it's like you're at a tag sale, okay? Uh but yeah, that that would drive me nuts. And and it, it really gets unacceptable when you're in a rush. You ever notice that? You ever notice how you let shit go if you don't have anything to do or anywhere to be? You'll call up, yeah, like you, I think you notice unacceptables more when it's really fucking with you, with your day and what you're doing, um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's annoying. Thank you for the submission, Ian, and, um, okay, so we have two more, and then that's it, so let's see here, I got a couple on my timeline, let's see here, okay, this is from Zoe Quinn, Zoe says, unacceptable for the day, huge woman, huge woman sits both on and next to me on the subway no excuse me she then pulls out and starts eating some foul smelling fried food with her fingers smacking as she eats uh she finishes licks each finger then picks her teeth with these freshly clean With these freshly cleaned giant fingernails, making a sucking sound each time. She then adjusts herself by standing and slamming herself back into her seat and mine. I yelp in pain and still no apology. At my stop, I go to get up and I'm stuck and she gives me a look as I pull my dress out from under her her thunder. Ugh. Her her thunder nay hurricane th- ugh, thigh and brushed against her as I exit the packed rush hour train. Seriously, walk next time, sweetie. You could use it. Oh my God, that's the that is like first of all, fingernail sucking, chicken fat, bumping into just the whole thing is just absolutely awful. Like when you said making a sucking sound each time. Her freshly cleaned giant fingernails. <laughs> uh, these would be all great, like little, like instead of like, you know, those books that have like little beautiful poems or like little things. It was just like, you know, because back in the day it was like her beautiful succulent lips, her soft touch. Now it's like licking each finger, then picks her teeth with these freshly cleaned giant fingernails. <laughs> Ah, that is unacceptable. 
I, I will not do public transportation because you know if you get on if I started doing public transportation I I would just have to do I'd have to do a separate podcast called the unacceptable podcast. Okay, uh, this one, last one, last unacceptable, and thank you guys all for the unacceptables. They're absolutely hilarious. Uh, next week I'll have an email to send them to. Uh, this one is from Daniel Phillips. Daniel or Danielle? Phillips. Um, says, Lady is so concerned watching her daughter take part in this hypnotist show uh, that what I assume is her grandson of about five is in tears because his mom is on stage acting crazy. This bitch is paying no attention and the child got so upset that both the hypnotist and the freaking and, and freaking New York State Trooper asked if the child was okay. At times he was uh, he was a decent at times he was a decent space away from her um, and she is watching the show. I was actually making sure this kid I was making sure this kid I did not even know was safe, unacceptable. Um, yeah, and 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 the other unacceptable part in this is that you don't bring a five-year-old to a show like that where his mother's going to get hypnotized. You know, I've heard of shows. I mean, I have never really been to hypnotist shows. I know some comedy clubs put put those guys on stage and stuff. I've never really been to one or really watched. I think one time, like I I did a show, and then afterwards a guy came in, and you know, but. You know, sometimes they get, like, people taking their clothes off, people, you know, jumping under tables, doing stuff. Like, like so, if, if and I don't know or really know anything too much about if people could truly be hypnotized. I don't. But just knowing that there's a chance, like, you could be doing shit that, you, you know, you normally wouldn't be doing because somebody has control over your mind. You don't bring your five-year-old, you know. First of all, don't bring your mother. You know, it's just like, I, I just, I don't know. I could understand. Okay, let's go have fun and see what happens. I'm going to try. I can I'll never be hypnotized. I'll go on stage. I get that. Don't bring your kid to the thing. And then if you do bring a kid, I mean like you hold on to the kid and go, "Mom is just joking. Mom is just playing around." You know, it's unacceptable to let this kid start freaking out cuz his mother's acting like a lunatic. And you're just like, "Oh my god, that was so funny." Awful. Unacceptable. Thank you for the submissions. That's unacceptable for the week, everybody's uh everybody. Thank you so much for all of them. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Keep them coming, and I'm really excited. Uh, I know you guys are going to love these shirts, and um, we're going to make this. I'm actually, you know, a lot of people are telling me I should name the first album Unacceptable, which is crazy because I've had two other names in mind for so long, and now um, I don't know. But this Unacceptable thing has taken a, a life of its own, and, and it's because of you guys. So keep them coming, and please, man, keep the uh, reviews coming on iTunes. We're trying to get that more and more. Okay, moving on with the podcast. I did not see a movie this week. New, no, but here's what I did do. Jason Law had a good friend of mine. He was at the house, and he was uh, over for Labor Day. Well, you know, weren't wasn't doing much. I had Law head over. I had Lamberth over. Um, my older brother was over. Christian, you know, my my wife, kids are just hanging out. A lot of bad storms. A lot of rain. The only thing we really did is go see those animals at the Renaissance Fair. So we um. Yeah, we are hanging out, and then people leave, and then at night, Lawhead and I were like, you want to watch a movie? Now, nine times out of 99% of the time, we throw in a comedy. Just a classic. You know, you've got to throw in a classic. 
Uh, me and him like, you know, old school funny movies, you know, I love Zucker Brother movies, you know, stuff like that. So we're thinking about what to put in. And we're like, let's go serious. And what we did was we watched Godfather 2. Now, I know there's nothing I could say about Godfather 2 on a podcast in 2014 that's going to make people say, oh, I have to see Godfather 2. If you don't realize how good Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 are, I don't think you're ever going to be, I don't think you're ever going to get, I mean, those, Godfather 1 and Godfather 2 are seriously two of the greatest movies, and the most brilliant in, in cinema that you'll, in history of cinema. I mean, that's how good they are. The acting, the, just everything, the story is just, they don't make it any, like, I learned even more things from Godfather 2 when I just, when you just sit and you watch every little thing and every th- little thing that's said, just so great, and it goes back to Sicily when the father was younger, and that's played by De Niro, and then it goes back to the present day with, um, you know, Pacino as Michael Corleone, it's just so good, and the whole thing with that Pantangeli guy, when they, you know, when they didn't know if they could, and the Hyman Roth, I just... Do yourself a favor. I'm urging everybody who listens to this podcast, if you have not seen Godfather 1 and 2, please just take an afternoon. They're three hours apiece, so it's all day. But on a rainy day, sit down and just watch these movies from beginning to end. Because And it's not the shoot 'em up type of mob movie. You know, it's not Goodfellas. It's not Casino, so it's older. So you actually really have to watch how it develops and, and all that stuff. But... Just so good. And the guy who played Fredo, and everybody shits on the Fredo character. I believe his name is John something. He died. I think he got sick. He was engaged to Meryl Streep when he when he died. He was also in like the Deer Hunter and, and, and you know, some great movies. But Dog Day Afternoon, he played Pacino's partner. But I swear to God, man, his acting when he was basically told by Michael that he's dead to him. And Michael said, you're dead to me, I don't want you near, like all that stuff. That literally was such good acting and just, oh, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. I'm not trying to pitch the movie. I'm not trying to give the movie a review. I'm just trying to urge people, see Godfather 1 and 2. It's just so great. It really is. It's just such a great movie. It's such a, I mean, I watched that movie and I had to tweet, I can't believe, you know, the movie Dude Where's My Car got made. You know, I mean, think about that. Like, you watch a movie like Godfather. You watch a movie like Usual Suspects. You watch a movie like, I mean, I loved Heat. You watch a movie like Gladiator. You watch some of these amazing movies. And then they're making such shit now. Like, when's the last time you got blown out of the movie theater? And I don't mean you had a horror prostitute with you. I mean, when's the last time you were, like, just so knocked out? Like, oh, my God, that was ridiculous. I think I'm going to watch The Godfather 1 and then The Godfather 2 in sequence like, and then just get sick with the third one because the third one was no good. Um, but yeah, that that's what we did over the weekend and I just wanted to say, because I, I talked to some people that have never seen Scarface, never seen Godfather, never seen... I mean, you can't be a movie fan. I don't care. Like there are certain things... And there, listen, there are movies that I haven't seen that people are like, what? You never saw that? There are some movies like that, but never, uh, you know, have like 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 never seeing Godfather one and two. It's just like it's like a sin. It's like it's like you're missing out on like just the writing, the writing, the acting, and the story. It's the greatest. So see it.
when I dated my wife, my wife did not see, when I started dating my wife, she did not see The Godfather or Scarface. So in New York City, Scarface was being replayed in a theater. It was sold out, packed. There was like cheers in the theater. And my wife was like, oh my God, that was ridiculous. Like it was, it was insane. Um, all right, NFL, let's get into some predictions. This is what's going on. Last two years, I've been on the money with the Super Bowl. Well, two years ago, I said Ravens 49ers. It was Ravens 49ers. I just thought that the 49ers would win and the Ravens did. That was like the blackout game. Last year, I said the Broncos and I thought the Broncos were going to go against. I forgot if I said, I, I said, I might have said the Patriots or I said, uh, no, the Broncos and I might have said uh, the 49ers. I did. I said the Broncos, 49ers and the 49ers were going to win. And obviously the Broncos went, but the 49ers did not go and Seattle won. This year, I'm having a hard time with it because I haven't really been paying attention. I've been really busy. Um, As much as I think Brady and the Patriots have another shot to go this year, which they always do, and the Broncos are, you know, I... (coughs) Excuse me. Andrew Luck is going to win a Super Bowl within the next two years. He's either going to win one this year or win one next year. I'm going to be a little risky this year. I'm going to change it up. This year, I'm not that sure. This year, I'd, you know, I'll be surprised if I get close to get as, as good as I did the last two years. But I'm going to say this. I think the Indianapolis Colts go to the Super Bowl this year for the AFC. I think they win a stunner against a, a big team like the Patriots. I think they go to the Super Bowl. Um, not really confident in it, but I'm going to say it because he's going to win one in the next couple of years, and he's that good. And then in the NFC, I do not think Seattle's going to repeat. Um, I don't know. Packers, the Packers are going to be good again. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a monster year. Um, I don't think the 49ers or Seattle this year, so I don't know. I don't know the NFC. I think anybody in the NFC could squeeze one out. I, I guess I'll say Packers are, you know. What about the Eagles? Here's my Super Bowl prediction. I know it's nuts and crazy. I'm going to say Eagles and uh, Eagles and Colts in the Super Bowl. I know it's crazy. I don't really love it, but that's what I'm going to say because I think in the NFC anybody could squeeze in and do anything. The Giants told you that. In the AFC, I like Andrew Luck and them, so we'll see. But I'll tell you this: here's a prediction for the week. I like opening uh, night is tomorrow. Seattle Packers. I like the Packers. The line is four and a half. I like the Packers tomorrow night. I like Aaron Rodgers to have done his homework. Look at Seattle and go, okay, repeat? Nah, I don't think so. I'm back. I feel great. I'm going to shit on the league this year, and I'm going to let everybody know week one. So I like the Packers. Um, But I've been very busy and not paying attention, so this may be an ugly prediction year for the Verzi effect. <laughs> uh, that's it. Haven't really watched, um, you know, the Yankees stink. I'm not into baseball and, uh, that's it. So that's it for sports. Um, and now we will do some plugs. Uh, I got some really good news that, um, well, the Miami dates are changed and I mentioned that, but uh, I will be, uh, actually tomorrow through Sunday, I will be featuring, I'm not headlining, I'm just featuring, I'm working on a half hour for a television submission, so I'm going to be working on that, and I will be featuring for Bobby Slayton at Levity Live tomorrow through Sunday. 
And um, you could come check that out. I'll be doing 25 minutes to a half hour tomorrow through Sunday at one of the best clubs out there, Levity Live. Um, I will be headlining Levity Live myself Thursday, September 18th. So if you kind of want to get a little sneak peek and, you know, watch me do my thing uh, a little less time, you could come and check that out this week. I'll be headlining that. In between, I'll be at the stand. I will be at Stand Up New York. I will be at the Laughing Devil. All of these dates are on the um, www.paulversey website, which is all updated, guys. Updated with new dates. I also got some headline dates today. I will be headlining uh, the Comedy Connection in Rhode Island Friday, September 25th, Saturday, September 27th, and there's a chance I'll have the Unacceptable T-shirts with me there. Those dates just got added on today. So, if you're in that area, man, come out, check out a show. You know, have some laughs. We'll have a great time. Um, and like I said, everything else is on the uh, on the website. And October, obviously, Morty's uh, at the end of October. Uh, and more October dates are coming in. Probably the Miami date will be coming in October. And I'll let you guys know about that. Please follow me on Twitter, at Paul Verzi. That's V-I-R-Z-I. Please keep the submissions and the reviews coming on iTunes. I appreciate all you guys. That's why I'm reading all the unacceptables. I apologize if they're too long or whatever. But, um, you know, you guys put the effort in. I want to shout you guys out. Um, this show is absolutely 100% growing. The numbers are going through the roof. And it's because of you guys. You know, and the best compliments that I've gotten, and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't sound, I don't give a fuck if I sound like a broken record. It's my show. Um, <laughs> that's ridiculous. But, you know, this show is because of you guys. You guys listening in your car. You guys thinking the unacceptables are funny. You guys liking the shit that I talk, all that stuff. And if you want to hear more about me and, and some of the darker stuff and some, some of my, I guess, my humble beginnings in stand-up and all that stuff, go to gonzofame.com and um, check out all the, all the interviews on there. But mine is the latest one. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a piece that was a little honest, but I, I appreciate it and I'm proud of it. So check it out. All right, uh, that's it. Until episode 176, I'm out of here. Enjoy the rest of your week. Good luck with all your children going to school. And um, stay away from these animals. Take care.